Anime Pulse After Dark, episode 23. Trouser Snakes, on a train! On a train! <laughs> Lots of train fucking this episode. Uh, yes. But quick, who are you? Quick, uh, my name is Innocuous Blonde. And I'm Rioway247, and we're here to guide you down the path of... Ugh. <laughs> we're going to lead you down these train tracks and into a dark tunnel from which we may not emerge. <laughs> if your name's Tamoe, then yeah, you're, you ain't coming out. <laughs> nope. Dark, darkness, darkness forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. But to, uh, to elucidate, today's title is... Natsumushi. This one dates from like late 2009, early 2010, so it's not super new, but like newish. And the uh, synopsis goes as follows A young man discovers the true erotic touch with it. He can tease almost reaching orgasm on any woman, so he decides to use it on his chosen target with some interesting results. That is not the plot at all. <laughs> <laughs> not really, no. What's really funny about this, actually, is that when I kept looking at the uh, the cover art for this, I kept thinking it was a girl in a sailor fuku that had been torn and that she was holding, like, a sword or a bow staff or something. Um, but then you look closer and you realize she's just holding a train railing and there's a dude who's pushed up her shirt and is fondling her breasts and who's pushed up her skirt and has got his hand inside of her stockings and panties. So it's like, oh, wait, I thought it was sort of battle chick but instead it's just it's just being fondled on a train which is you know fine uh but i mean yeah. so we we've done a couple train titles in the past we did last train to gropesville um <laughs> which I, I loved that was like a great title mm-hmm. this is a different flavor yeah just a bit um i mean the train molestation thing is obviously a, a big thing in uh the well, everybody's erotic imagination, but kind of especially in Japan. Um, and they do take on those. Uh, like, what was the what was the one that we did? It was, um, was it Last Train to Grovesville where the guy, uh, yeah, the guy basically, it, this that's actually a more accurate thing. that He has, like, the magic touch practically. Yeah. And, and just, like, turns uh, girls slash women that he... Uh, plays with into just like willing finger bang toys and fuck toys on a train. Yeah, I mean, there's also a series called Chikan no License, where yes. basically he's got a magic license to fuck girls on a train. Oh yes, and it, was, it was the episode Chikan Katsu. That's what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was the title from that one um, because his name. Yeah, it was just too funny. But yeah, it's definitely a thing. Um, yeah, it, it is definitely a thing. And but so, um, I'm used to it being more of that flavor of like, ha 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 ha. And then the girls being like, oh no, but then being like, but, oh yes. <laughs> and that's not what we're getting here. We're getting a much darker tone with yes. this one. Also, the girls are a uh, thank you, airplane. Oh wow. We should have said it was a train. <laughs> Here comes the fuck train pulling into the station. Yeah. Um, I live near an airport during the school year, so uh, hopefully that won't uh. happen too much. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, we, we have a uh, darker tone with this one. Also, the girls are a lot younger. They're, like, yes. all in middle school. 
yeah, at the very least, they are very young looking, but I'm pretty sure that, you know, this is the usual thing when they port things to America or whatever. They're like, oh, everybody's 18, I swear. Um, but clearly they are not. Um, yeah. So, like, you could write it off as being an immature 18, but um, no, it's definitely a much younger uh, target uh, here. Ugh. yeah but so we open up with a girl who is reading by the by the station Mm -hmm. and we have a narration saying like oh you know my old habit would have been cured if i hadn't seen her yeah i just couldn't help myself and then synthy vocal music comes on the music by the way (laughs) It's this. so bad. It's so strange because you have synthy vocal and organ music that makes it sound like it might be a horror, like not a, not a horror movie, like a good horror movie, but like a really cheesy one from like the 70s. Do you um, remember when we watched um, that magical girl hentai with the bad organ music like right in the middle of it? It reminded mm-hmm. me of that one. Yeah, and then there's other parts where it's got sort of the standard porny kind of like electric guitar rhythm track track kind of thing. Yeah. And then there's another part where it sounds really horror movie, like almost less music and more ambient, uh, scary noise. Um, <laughs> so the music in this is very odd. But um, yeah, we get treated to that every time there's the, the title card. You get that like, Oh, 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 and organ music, all very synthy. Yeah. And this tattoo is called Molester Point One, and I'm like, uh, dude, how many versions of Molester do we need? Two. Two. Okay. <laughs> and we do get a peek at our uh, at our protagonist. I'm not sure if you uh, call him that. I wouldn't call him that. I'd call him a main character. Yeah, okay. So, main character, dude. Uh, he's a redhead, and he kind of has that sort of generic mook kind of look to him. Yeah, um, but he's also got the fox face going on. Yeah, he has fox face. And I was like, I he's not as far, he's not as fox face. He has, like, Chichiri from Fushigi Yugi for the old school. Um, yeah. He's a little bit, but and actually, sadly, I'm looking at this, I'm like, oh, he reminds me of Brock, and Brock's not that bad a guy. <laughs> from yeah, no, Bro- Brock would never do this to me. <laughs> yeah, but he's just, he's got that perma-squint going on. And yeah. I don't think he ever even opens his eyes, like, ever. No, he doesn't. No, so, I don't know. I mean, that's, I'm so not used to that. I'm used to the, the, the sort of perma-squinty eyes being sort of like the indicator that he's sort of the goofy character or whatever and then like or the mischievous character yeah yeah and sometimes he'll get serious and you'll like see his realize you're like oh shit something's gonna happen yeah Uh, there was that character from bleach Geen who is like one of my favorites who only ever opened his eyes when shit got real and you were like holy shit oh my god so yeah that totally is a thing but you never see his real eyes and it's sort of weird because i'm used to the evil eyes where either they're the very narrow Di- you know, the very, not dilated, um, constricted pupil, um, mm-hmm. or they just have the generic shade over the eye, like no eyes at all, just the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, over over deconstructing his character design, but <laughs> there we are. Um, yeah. So he bumps into Tomoe. We don't hear her name yet, but we young, short, black hair uh, with a Sailor Fuku on, and... Um, She's still reading, I think, on the train at this point. And he, like, the train has a bump, and he bumps into her. And then, of course, promptly uses the excuse 
to be like, oh, are you hurt? And it's just like an amateur medical grope, uh, like, oh, are these hurt? As he like, fondles her boobs, furiously fondles her boobs and the nipples underneath. Like, yeah, and we get an x-ray through her clothes a little bit. Yeah. Well, uh, x-ray is, like, a really big part of this show. Yes. Where we're constantly getting, like, either inside the, under, the clothes or... clothes shots, etc. Or inside. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of that, too. Um, so we get the amateur medical grope, so he does the nipple check, and then he's like, oh, let me check your ears. Uh, and he just sort of, like, blows against her ear and neck region. And I'm like... It had like a weird like ASMR tingle actually, because <laughs> I'm like, <gasps> but uh, he he's he's a dick bag so no yeah uh, no. so then he checks her face like her jawbone and then this moves on to her thighs and her butt and then he just kind of starts rubbing up on the panty area. Uh, and, of course, she's instantly wet because it's porn. <laughs> and, you know, I guess wetness just means consent. <laughs> yeah. And, shock, he knows her name. Well, yeah, because uh, she has a little tag on her bag that says Tomoe on it. Oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just the name. Yeah, and she's just like... <gasps> <sighs> yeah. Um, and then for a moment, I'm kind of like, this This is the sort of thing that would be kind of like a hot, you know, dom-sub-DS dynamic kind of thing. Um, but of course, that's not what we have here. We don't have a consensual relationship at all. Not um, in the slightest. No. But, um... So... Yeah, yeah go yeah, ahead. He's, he's, uh, yeah, he's uh, starting to, like, you know rub her on like on top of her panties and whatnot and like gets in on like a you know checking out her chest and uh she's just like uh maybe don't do this but she's very quiet yes (laughs) um throughout the entire thing and then he starts like being like oh well i need to feel good too and he's got like this huge fucking boner like yeah a huge th- pants bulge and i'm like dude doesn't that hurt like aren't the teeth of your zipper like tearing into your cock at this point? <laughs> and he's just and sort of like butt humping her through the pants and everything i'm just like god damn it and then he takes it out and it's the most giant cock ever oh my gosh it's enormous <laughs> Um, cause first he just kind of does like a stocking hump with his dick out and then he's basically like, Hey, I need you to HJ me. Come on now. And yeah. Like, hey, just do it quick and no one will see. And I'm like, dude, it looks like she's petting a ferret. Like yeah. <laughs> nice boy, <laughs> nice little animal. And yeah. And he's just like, Oh, what touched me of those soft hands of yours. And I'm like, <laughs> like, I was just reading Lolita, and this all that's going through my head right now is just like, mm-hmm, yep, H-H, there you are, there you are, buddy. <laughs> I think I had more callousy hands when I was younger, honestly, from writing a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I have this one callus on the side of one of my fingers that is, like, finally, like, not as prominent because I don't write with a pencil anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, she's she's doing the H.J. thing. She's like, oh, maybe he'll just go away after this. Um, and then he's like, uh, he's going to he's gonna come, and he wants her to catch it in her hand. And I'm like, yeah, that'll work, because liquids just magically stay in your hand. Like, I've done it before, but it's a trick. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then, of and course, she's, like, got her whole hand over the head. It's, like, the size of a baseball in her hand. 
she's got like the tiniest hands and that makes it like almost more uncomfortable because you're just like how old is this girl so he comes and then she just runs off summarily and i'm like go run Run. and then we cut to a new girl and so when i first watched this i I immediately thought like oh we're just gonna get like little vignettes of like different girls getting assaulted in different ways on different trains yeah and Um, possibly some that are like this is what i'm looking for (laughs) and i feel like Rena was kind of yes looking Uh, for for it for reasons that will become clearer as we go but um so yeah, there's a train in motion. This was this was the only hot one in my mind. Mm. Well, so a, mystery girl was kind of hot, but yeah, I liked mystery girl a lot. We'll get to her. Yeah, but <laughs> anywho, so <laughs> so Rita's there. She's on a moving train and she's a train in motion, um, and she is a blonde, pigtailed schoolgirl, and she's like, man, school's boring, home's boring. She's boring and. She's just bored unless there's a cock to tease, essentially. Yeah, so she starts feeling up random dudes on the train, and then once they start getting, like, excited and being like, hey, uh, th- then she's just like, nope, I'm done. Yeah, and if, they, so, if they make any move towards her, she's like, uh, not doing it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and so... But wait uh, until they basically beg her, and I'm like, mmm, that's also a hot DS dynamic. Yeah, I mean, um, and then... This guy grabs her tits and is just like, oh, I've been looking for you. Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, by the way, you're surrounded by all of your victims right now. Yeah, so just case in point, just to be clear, we're not condoning molestation of women on men because nobody should be molesting anybody. Keep your hands out of the bathing suit area. What I was saying was that in a consensual DS dynamic, this would be super hot. But yes, if this was consensual, it would be really hot, but there is nothing consensual about this series at all. <laughs> so, so just to be clear, all these guys are like, hey, you groped us, and, you know, you now can't just Now we're going to grope you. Yeah, you can't just ride the same train every day and not get noticed by, you know, various people. And I'm like, well, yeah, because you're going to have same, some of the same commuter people all the time. It seems kind of kind of silly of her to be like, I'm just going to rub up on random dudes and nothing will ever come of it. Um, but, uh, uh-huh, I said come. Um, <laughs> so she's surrounded. Whatever will happen next? Gang rape. Gang Whoops. rape. Um, so yeah, she gets grabbed from behind by the breasts, and then it's like, we're your victims, you're surrounded. Then she gets pan- they get that panty grab front wedgie thing going. Which uh, never makes any sense to me. I'm always just like, you're not gonna get enough friction for that to feel good. I'm just gonna get a front wedgie, and I'm just like... Mm. Yeah, just pull that out, please. Thank you very much. Um, yes, thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so, and meanwhile, there's a lot of interior, internal monologue from her. It's not just, oh, God, please stop. It's like, hey, quit being so rough. I'm a girl, you know, something like that. Um, she's, like, kind of going with it, but at the same time, she's just like, oh, man. Yeah, she's a little bit, like, Sundere in her in, in t- internal monologue. Yeah, so definitely. Like, oh, no, no, that's not arousing at all. And it's like, clearly she's into it. But she's like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so, like, yeah. even... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, even when, like, you know, we actually get to the sex part, she's just like, oh, my God, don't, don't do that because my butt will be exposed. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, 
it's just, it, she's got a funny um, running running dial or not dial running monologue going, which is yeah. rather entertaining. Uh, he, the guy who's uh, fondling her boobs, is like, "Man, I like these a little bit better, but I guess I'll have to do." She's like, "Shut up! I'm still growing." I'm like, "I'm drinking milk." <laughs> it's like those old old ads of like, "I'm gonna grow up and be super hot." You'll see. <laughs> And I'll have tits. And I'll have super tits, and I'll titty fuck you, and it'll be, tur- tables will be turned then, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Um, so, yeah, but then, and what's weird is that this doesn't go to a lot of, like, immediate fondling stuff, but suddenly just progresses very rapidly to finger banging in the booty? Yeah, there's a lot of anal in this series. Yes, there is. I wrote a note later. I'm like, I think uh, finger fingers in the butt is like the secret fetish underneath the uh, underneath the, the stockings and all the rest of that business. Well, because uh, I'll, I'll get to this more when we talk about Mystery Girl, but I think this is kind of in the same universe as another hentai. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's some butt fingering, and then there's some more fondling, which is kind of the usual, and again, the... Uh, the tsundere like, no, this isn't arousing at all, even though it clearly is. Um, yeah. And then we switch over to finger banging with the lady parts, and it's like a hand gang bang at this point. There's just hands, hands all everywhere. Over. <laughs> hands just like- everywhere. It's like that scene from the labyrinth where she falls down the the shaft. And it's just all hands. <laughs> yeah, she shows down. <laughs> Sorry, I love that movie. It's in my brain forever. But, um, yeah, it's like an erotic version of that. There's just hands all over. Um, and then, yeah. again, there's this organ music going, and it's kind of over the top, like, oh, my gosh, it's organ music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, and, but now it's time for the serious dicking. Yep, and so we get, uh, she's like, I... Yeah, she's pushed over and, like, bent over, and uh, he's just like, oh, I can't take it anymore. And the guy, like, penetrates her, and she's just like, oh, my God, I'm getting raped on a train, and there are people, and oh, my God, I'm getting raped on a train. This is the kind of of internal monologue that I'm thinking, like, this is the kind of thing that you're like, oh, God, it's happening, and it just turns you on more. Like, Yeah. (laughs) It's not the kind of thing, like, oh, no, it's like, Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's, there's an element of that. So she's getting fucked from one end, and then another dude's like, hey, put this in your mouth, please. So then she's getting spit-roasted. Um, and then another guy's like, hey, your hand's free, right? And then the dick goes in there. Uh, it's just dicks everywhere so at this point. Yeah, dicks everywhere. And she's, like, getting really excited by the fact that everybody around her is masturbating to her. Oh, yeah, they're all... She's, like, kind of, like, looking on her peripheral, <laughs> and she's like, oh, my gosh, they're all masturbating to me being ravaged. And I'm like, y- you like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I, I, I guess a, at least one of the guys comes, if not a bunch of them come, and then they just drop her. And I'm just like, Rude. Yeah, like, come on. The tentacles and... in the last episode were more sensitive than these fuckers. Oh, good lord. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so they just kind of drop her, and then she, like, gets up, and uh, they're just like, oh, they start taking pictures of her covered in cum, and it's just like, oh, you took embarrassing photos of you. If you don't want these to get spread around, then you have to come back here at the, at the same time on this train. Right, congratulations. Revenge porn. Yeah. Yeah, you, and that, by the way, in many states, that is a uh, 
serious offense. So yeah, don't don't do that shit. Don't if do somebody that. if somebody sends you a nude, they obviously trusted you, and and just because that relationship may have come to a close, whether it was positively or negatively, do not spread those nudes around. Yeah, just be thankful, and when it's over, it's over, and delete, delete, delete. Exactly. If you feel like you will misuse them, just delete them from your possession. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway. So, so, yeah, and uh, then uh, she wakes up and it was all a dream. It was all a dream. It looks like she might have missed her station, too. And I'm like, oh, girl, that sucks for you. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she's, she's just like, oh, it was just a dream. I must be sexually frustrated. Well, molestation is pretty rare anyway, which I assumed was going to be a setup for her to meet up with a squinty-eyed redhead pervy dick guy. Yeah, I thought there was going to be more with her, but uh, we just move on back to Tomoe. Actually, the train with Tomoe and uh, Mr. Ferret Dick uh, passes on, passes (laughs) Rena, I think, at the station. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's the title of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) So their train passes Rena at the station, who I'm sure is, is waiting for his train to pick up in the opposite direction so she can be like I gotta get home and try not to fall asleep while having erotic dreams this time whoo I hope they hose off that seat (laughs) so um according to the pervy voiceover of Mr. Farrah Dick Tomoe is especially molestable yeah and like oh she it just there's no fun when I'm molesting somebody else it has to be you something about you and I'm just like yeah. Um, and he also likes historical erotica about Princess Rimdrob and the forest fuckers, apparently. Because <laughs> he makes up this whole thing. He's like, hey, were you reading historical fiction? I like historical fiction. You know this one about the princess who gets, like, her uh, butt rimmed by a bunch of guys in the forest, and then suddenly her booty just opens up and they ravish her over and over? And I'm just like, what the fuck have you been reading? <laughs> Obviously, he's got a thing. Yeah, butt stuff. I mean, no problem with that, as long as the person that you are uh, engaging in butt stuff with is open to the idea of butt stuff. And Tomoe is not open to the idea of butt stuff. Or anything else, really, for that matter. So, uh, yeah, he's giving her more hard-on butt assault as he's talking about Princess Rimjob's adventures. Um... And then there's a little bit more finger foreplay, and Tomoe is really struggling to stay quiet now. Yeah. And this was the scene that I believe where um, she was just like, uh, he makes, he forces her to say if he would, if she would prefer him to use uh, his hand to get yes. her off, or his dick. Yes. And she's so just, like, and, fingers or ferret. Yeah, so uh, so eventually she chooses, and she's just like, use your hand, and he's just like, to do what? <laughs> and she's like, please stroke my pussy with your hand, and I'm like, ew. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he also yeah, so. he gets in there, and he's like, oh, it's so soft and spongy. I'm like, spongy is not a good descriptor for anyone's genitals. No, I'm, brings I mean, I'm sopping wet genitals and I'm like those can be fun but spongy's not a great way of describing it at all like I know the dick is technically just a sponge it is it's spongy tissue but don't describe anybody's genitals as a sponge because that's just not fun or unless it like hot. absorbs liquid like that would be kind of cool 
that might be kind of cool where it's just like you're in the shower and it's just like, whoa, honey, your dick is huge. And it's just like, yeah, it's a sponge. And you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, shower sex is better than it is in real life. <laughs> shower sex is the worst. Uh, yeah, I've, I've only tried shower sex, really more shower foreplay than shower sex. And yeah. You can do it. It's a trick. But it's, it's not as easy as just doing it without water running all over the place. Well, I remember my ex sent me, like, this this product or whatever that he found, and it was, like, uh, specifically for shower sex, and it's, like, a foothold that you put oh, on the yeah. side of the wall. I've seen that. I've seen that. <laughs> and I still feel like it's, it, besides being, you know, water being the enemy of personal lubricant, because your own lubricant is water-based, and you throw other water on top of it, and suddenly all your lubricant is gone. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just a slip hazard. Like, it's just not a great idea. No, not really. If you're going to do it, do it with great caution. Because actually, uh, I had a coworker who mentioned that a friend of hers had been doing stuff in the shower. And I think she was bent over with her face near the faucet. And she slipped and went face first into the faucet and, like, Ooh. busted open her face. Oh. Like, she had a gash. And I was just like... Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So he's, um, he, he gets her off. And there's, like, no way people didn't hear her, oh, because it was loud. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she's just kind of loud, period, when it, when it comes to, like, the sex shit. Like, you know, she gets caught a couple of times, but I guess... People being like, hey, what's that sex noise? Just, it, it's, it's not a thing in porn. It's just like, yes. oh, I heard a noise. They oh, might yeah. mention, they'll make mention like, oh, you gotta stay quiet. But they like never do. So. No. Um, so yeah, and then after she gets off, he takes her his fingers and puts them in her mouth. Because he's like, I want you to suck on my fingers like you're sucking my dick. And by the way, this is a power move, which some people really enjoy. But you should get clearance first before you yeah. go shoving your fingers into somebody's mouth. Because for one, uh, that's a little bit hazardous. They could accidentally bite you or whatever. Or um, choke or, could, or... Yeah, you could go too far and it could be choky. So like, and I, actually I was thinking back to messing around before. I was like, one time a dude just kind of like put his hand right near my mouth and I was like, hmm, finger. And I was just like doing that of my own accord. So I almost feel like you can... You can do it, you can ask about it explicitly, but you can also just put your finger nearby, and if they're up for it, they'll probably just go for it. Yeah, and then I you're mean, not I think it's. shoving it into their mouth. <laughs> I think it's really hot, but. Yeah. Yeah, make, make sure that if you're gonna do those kinds of weird things, like you have prior consent or. It would be helpful. It's a good it's yeah. a good idea to get that kind of stuff out of the way so that you're not, like, accidentally choking someone or getting your fingers bitten by somebody who's like, fuck no! Well, yeah, I mean, I think, like, with any, like, sexual partner, if, like, you're, if you're really being intimate and, like, having a, like, a, a good sexual relationship, yeah. then you need to have the kind of conversations where it's just, like, okay, if, like, I do this, are you cool with that? Right, or, and, you know, best case scenario, they're like, yes, oh, God, yes. Worst case, yeah. they're like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you might still get to fuck them, just maybe not with that one thing. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. You gotta be open, man. Mm-hmm. And women, etc. So, <laughs> um, so she's gotten off, he's got his fingers in her mouth, and he's like... Then he busts open the dick. Yep, yeah, he wants his turn. He wants his stocking play. And 
boy does he love stockings. Oh shit. Um, he loves just, stockings more than he loves anal. Uh, yeah, I think so. And that's a really close race. So, yeah. He's just like grinding the shit out of like right in between her thighs and kind of like, and I'm th- thinking too, I'm like, uh, you know, the sweet spot on his dick isn't getting stimulated, but I think he really loves stockings. So it's fine. It is. Yeah. And also him. he's a fucking pedophile. So, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, like getting off anyways. Yeah. So he, of course, then comes like crazy. And this is all, under, like, actually on the backside of the front of her skirt as well as on her stockings, but presumably only on the upper portion of her stockings, which is covered by her skirt, because he immediately is like, uh, what does he say? Da-da-da-da. Oh, he just, like, won't stop doming her. And he's like, he threatens her uniform unless he... Uh, unless she, like, licks some, all the cum off of, her, off of his fingers. Yeah, off of his fingers. Which and, I don't know how he got it there in the first place. Yeah, and I'm thinking too. I'm like, well, uh, and he's like, oh, cum stains really bad. If it's only on the underside of your skirt, um, then it's not so bad. But what if it gets somewhere? It's gonna else? I'm fucking like, bleed through. And yeah, and then I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't think I've ever had cum stain anything that I own, but I actually regularly wash my shit, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like if you leave it for a long time, yeah, it's gonna get gross. But like, wash your shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, by the way, I don't... her tights are done. Like, there is yeah. no rescuing those tights. And I'm wondering, how many pairs of tights is this girl going through? Because she they're getting ripped, they're getting wet, they're getting cummed on. I'm like, no way are those stockings okay. No, I mean, like, her poor parents are probably just like, why do you keep needing new stockings? Right. It's, it's a little odd. Uh, just a logistical note, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're going to fuck somebody on a train, maybe make sure that, like, you have, like, fuck clothing. Yeah, exactly. Have And have, like, a spare cloth at hand. That's just uh, considerate. <laughs> uh, or just grab your sock. I've done that before, too. Oh, Stack. socks were socks were the uh, article of clothing of choice yep. for cleaning up cum. <laughs> yep. I've. I have not lost any socks because, again, I wash my shit. Um, yeah. But, yeah, socks have done cleanup duty quite a few times, so. Socks and towels. Tips you can use, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you've um, just got, like, a shit ton of socks, like, just reach in there and, like, grab a sock and just be, like, cleaning off my dick. Yep. Or if you have, yeah, if you just happen to be in a place where the only spare thing that you have is a sock, just sacrifice the sock, man. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So uh, that's pretty much the end of part one. And now we're on to yeah. part two. Yeah, in part two, uh, we have some voiceover from Tamoy, where she's saying, like, on my 30-minute ride on the train, something upsetting keeps happening. And I'm just like, yeah, I bet. Yeah, and she's saying how even changing trains, this guy keeps finding... It's basically, it's the molestation that's the disturbing thing. She's tried changing trains, he still manages to find her. And then I'm like, wait, is he like a sex ghost? Is he just following her around and she's haunted by a pervy sex ghost? Yeah. <laughs> because he seems to have magical abilities to track her. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty weird. Um, yeah, I guess he's like supposed to be able to just kind of read her. Because he makes a comment later of just like, oh, yes. well, she's the type of girl to, that just bottles everything up. Yeah. And I'm just like, how do you know that? Yeah. Um, she, uh, da, 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 da. so her voiceover in her head really, really made me sad. Because it's get, it gets way too real. Because it's all just shame plus fear equals her being silent and perpetuating victimization. 
because... Yeah, the second episode, honestly, is a lot less hot than the first one. Like, the first one, I feel... I feel, the first one I feel like I could kind of get away with like being like okay yeah this is kind of hot but like the second one no not much except for mystery girl yes um, she is an island of hotness in just an ocean of sad shame and not the hot kind of shame just like shame yeah um, so, shame yeah, for me for watching this <laughs> she's, she's saying in her voiceover that uh you know, she's, a couple people seem to have noticed, but they, I guess they opt for, oh, like, oh, it's a couple and they're doing a thing and I'm, it would be impolite to interrupt. Which, by the way, see something, say something. Like, yeah, exactly. You're not shame, you're not sex shaming somebody for doing something in a public place that maybe they shouldn't be doing because chances are pretty good that that's what they're going for is that little frisson of like, ooh, it's taboo and a little shamey. Um, but Worst case scenario is maybe they're like, fuck off, it's your own, it's my own, it's not your business. Uh, best case scenario, maybe you've interrupted something that shouldn't be happening. Yeah, exactly. So, see something, say something, everybody. Holy shit. Uh, see, so she's basically opting for, I'll just bear with it. Um, and, I don't know, I guess thinking like, well, I'll just do this, because, um, yep. <laughs> Very Yeah, sad. and so, uh, he's... He's, uh, like, fingering her butt. Through her, uh, panties and stockings as well, as far as I can tell. The, like, these are stockings of steel, honestly. Yes, and panties of magical, stretchy material that seems to admit a finger into an enclosed space. And I'm just like, her poor asshole. (laughs) Like, ow, man, like... Ow! That's a lot of, that's just a lot of, uh, friction, I imagine, uh, with all that. Yeah, I mean, it's also just, like, it's a wedgie, so. Yeah. It's a wedgie times five, at least. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and and so. And then he offers her the out. Yeah, he's just like, oh, well, if you don't want me to do this anymore, look me straight in the eyes and tell me you don't want it. And she's just like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. She turns around and looks at him. And he's got, like, this creepy-ass stare going on. And, of course, he still has fox face going, right, uh, like, happening. Can she even do this? Is this a trick question? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, then there's a voiceover for the train, and she just kind of looks down. And we're just like, oh, no. I <laughs> um, And then, of course, immediately afterwards, he outright says that he's like, I knew she couldn't do it. She's the kind who bottles things up, as you just said. Um, yeah. And he's like, she's just so much fun to bully. And I'm like, you piece of fucking ass shit. Yeah. I just want to watch this guy get, like, clocked in the face <laughs> so bad. A million times. Yeah. Um, so he leads her to the men's bathroom where a guy sees them come out and is just like, oh, sorry. And then he just kind of looks at them and he's just like, what the fuck? And, again, and it's just like, see something, say something. If you see a guy leading a, a young girl into the men's bathroom, maybe stop it. Yes. Um, at the very least, stop and question or maybe go, I don't know what the thing is like in Japan, but I wonder if they have any like security, like, I think something's going on. It, bathroom now. Like, I saw yeah. that. So, again, see something, say something. Holy fuck. Um, so we're going to be treated to some toilet sex. Hooray! And apparently Yay. he has ropes and bars, which I wonder where the fuck he got those. Because he's not carrying a bag or anything. Like, again, this kind of comes back to the fuck ghost, the sex ghost. 
theory. Yeah. Like, so maybe it's all imaginary or all like metaphysical or spiritual or something. Yeah, she's also really uh, sexually frustrated. <laughs> yeah. But deeply. so <laughs> deeply, like holy shit, and so she uh, gets tied up. Uh, to the toilet, and she's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, um, then we get some vibrator play. Yes. Um, it's, of course, it's the tiny pink vibrator, like the t- tiny egg kind, which you see in so many uh, various anime, and also uh, also erotic doujinshi, because I think that was the first mm-hmm. time I ever spied one of those. I was like, oh, look at that. That's a very small sex toy. That looks like fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, they look like a lot of fun, especially because you can, like, strap the um, controller to the inside of your thigh and then just... Go to go. town. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Um, yeah, so, yeah, literally and figuratively, you can go to town. <laughs> so, um, he takes this tiny pink vibrator and puts it inside her, and she seems to respond pretty positively. I mean... She's she's twitching around and she's like, oh no, but she's obviously being stimulated in some fashion. He's like, oh, I was worried maybe you could only get off with your clitoral uh, stimulation. And I'm like, by the way, nothing wrong with that. Um, no. Yeah. So, by the way, if, uh, if penetration doesn't get you off and only clitoral stimulation gets you off, you're not broken and you're not alone. So don't let assholes like this asshole um, make you feel like, oh, man, it's so much better if you can get off by penetration. It's like, it's fun, but, like, it's not the only way. No, I mean, there there are so many different ways yes. <laughs> to, like, get off. Like, there's that area, like, right above the clitoris. It's also really sensitive. Yes, that's, like, I think the, I think somebody referred to that as being, like, the clitoral legs area. Like, you can kind of... Yeah indirectly get at that so that whole area has has a thing going too um so she seems to be responding to the the sort of the penetrative vibrator toy um and then uh he brings out a second one she's like oh shit and i really thought he was gonna go for the butt but no he actually goes for the clit the the second vibrator and he puts a finger in her butt so again um butt stuff butt stuff and actually Funny enough, uh, shout out to Savage Love Podcast. I just listened to their the episode, I think it was last week, about a call of somebody saying that she really liked doing anal with her, I think it was husband, um, but that once she comes, she doesn't feel like doing it anymore. And um, some people, I guess the theory was that uh, like orgasm tends to kind of give you a lot of like muscle tension and release, but mm-hmm. you don't like immediately relax afterwards. And anal requires a lot of like, easing in and relaxing your muscles so that it can happen but then orgasm kind of undoes all that work so then it doesn't feel as good anymore so you kind of have to like come down from the orgasm before you can start in with the anal again and I was like ah so right now he's just fucking torturing her (laughs) because so like butts are complicated genitals and butts are complicated explore with care (laughs) yes and remember don't stick things that shouldn't be in a butt in a butt. Yes. Uh, there's a there's a really great video on YouTube called uh, "Not in Your Butt," which basically has a woman uh, talking about all the different things that uh, doctors have found in people's butts. Oh boy, it's hilarious. I'll have to send it to you later. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I imagine that. Um, yeah, I mean. You can get creative, but there's a whole line of toys you can use for that kind of thing, and I don't think they're super expensive. So 
yeah, butt plugs are great. Go for yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Spring for it rather than taking some household object that could really damage your anus or get stuck up there. Um. And then you have to go to the, the hospital and explain why you have a banana up your ass. Yes. And they are going to talk about that later. <laughs> So if you don't want to be hospital gossip, I'm sure they'll remove your name and any identifying information, but they're going to know that someone came in with banana butt, and, uh, and uh, so just know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that's kind of, actually, that's kind of the, there's a snippet in between the victimization of Tomoe, um, which was the, the lone little island of hotness in this episode, because we suddenly hear a different guy's voiceover and another scene on a train. Um, and a guy's basically saying how he had, uh, he was standing by the door and kind of like nodded off a little bit. And suddenly there was a hand stroking him through his pants. And he was like, Oh, Oh, Oh my. By the yeah, way, he's really cute. <laughs> he is. And also this girl, I believe is from another series that looks kind of similar to this called, uh, uh, Hitoriga. Um, which we'll have to watch at some point, but it's almost entirely anal, so. Lots of butt stuff. <laughs> lots and lots of butt stuff. Like, could I think be, that this. Could be same this, universe, yeah. Yeah, I think it might be the same universe, because she dresses similar, she looks, has those glasses, like, all that stuff, so. Yeah. But so yeah, so she's, she's a. Yeah, she just, just starts fondling him, and she's like, just hold still, just go with it. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, and, okay. <laughs> yeah. And so she gets him off, and then uh, he's just like, oh, I need to touch you. And because right. he's and like looking down her shirt. Him, like, seductive side glances, and he can kind of see her cleavage a little bit. And then after he gets off, he, she's like, oh man, you came so much. And then she's just like seductively licking it off her hand, like, mmm, yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, oh shit, I'm hard again. Yep, and immediately starts fondling her. Yes, yep. And it seems like she's into it, like, for sure. Um, she has kind of, kind of a weird eyebrow expression, like she's kind of concerned, but is, like, frantically stroking him off while he's, like, kind of kneading her butt through the... You know, again, this is the stockings thing again. He's, like, under the skirt, over the stockings, like... And then, again, with the through-the-under-things anal play... Um, so he starts going for that. Um, and again, there's this horror soundtrack element too, because he basically takes his dick out. He's like, I got to put it in now. And she's kind of like, Oh, Oh, Oh my. Um, huh. and then suddenly another guy intervenes. Yeah. Another guy. And he's just like, okay, that's enough. Mr. Molester. And like kind of pats him on the shoulder and he's just like, Oh, Hey, um, this isn't what it looks like. Yeah. And this guy oh, yeah, just kind of rips her stockings too. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, this other guy leads her away, and she kind of looks over her shoulder and is just like, oh, and, he, and the guy is just like, what? What happened? Yeah, so that was kind of odd, and that was the lone bit of, like, that was kind of hot in the middle of everything, because actually at the time when they start really going at it, like, the train's been stopped for whatever reason, mm-hmm. so they're just like, yes, we have time to fuck. <laughs> um, or the mess around, which would lead to fuck, I don't know. So um, so now we're back to Tomoe again. Oh, boy. Yay. <laughs> and she's just waiting for a face fuck slash BJ to just end Fucking already. end. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I've been there. I've been there, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Blowjobs, like, take forever. Yeah, there's, um, 
a uh, Garfunkel and Oates song that I don't even know if it's called like the blowjob or anything else uh, for the title, but the refrain is like, I want to make you feel good, but only if it doesn't take too long. (laughs) (laughs) And at one point like breaks into gospel choir. They're like, uh, it's just like, it's taking forever. It's taking, and then suddenly gospel choir. Yes, he's coming. Yes, he's coming. Honestly, the, the that is the to- like the song of blowjobs because it's just like, please come on, my jaw's getting tired. Like, yeah. are, are, if you're not gonna come, let's just let's just move on and get this thing inside me. Yeah, it's like it's like this is fun, but it's also a lot of work. So like, if you don't think it's gonna happen, let's let's switch it up. I mean, I need a little communication here. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, it's the same thing with the female oral war. It's oh, just yeah. like, if it's if it's not going to happen, you just got to be honest. You just got to be like, hey, it's not happening down here, so let's move on to something else. Right, yeah. Be, be communicative. Like, if they're doing a good job, let them know. And if, they're not, if it's not, and it might even be completely independent of their own work. It could just be, you know, I'm just not feeling it tonight, so let's try a different thing, or let's just do something fun for you. You know, it doesn't have to be like, you must get off at every single time that we have sex. It's like, hey, it'll be great. Yeah. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. So, oh, I mean, I've had I've had plenty of sex where it's just like, I'm not going to get off this time. Yeah. Next time. Next time. You'll get me back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And So it finally um, does end. Yeah. Um, and of course, and it has no refractory period at all. At all, and but it's important that we mention that he like does this whole big thing about her swallowing the cum, and is just like, oh, you need oh, to like yeah. wash it around your mouth, and I'm like, it's not wine, you <laughs> fucking prick. <laughs> Treat my cum like Listerine, just just gargle it around in there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's a thing. I know it's a thing, but like, it's not my thing. The, the phrase come gargling just makes me kind of go like, oh, I wish they could come with up with a better word for it. Like, that just sounds Ooh. not fun. Even if it is fun, it just sounds wrong. Gargle is not like a great, it's not a great word, let's just say. No, it's it's really not. <laughs> gargle. Gargle. Gargle that yeah. cat. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, now we're moving on to just sex. Yep. Time to take someone's virginity. And you can tell that there's blood, but thankfully it's pixelated to hell, so we can't really see it. Yeah, there is a lot of pixelation. I don't think we've mentioned that as of yet, but there is a decent amount of pixelation in this. But there's also a lot of panties and stockings over things, so I think they kind of get away with some stuff because of the the sort of covering by clothing articles. Yeah, exactly. That makes any sense. Um... So yeah, virginity taken on a toilet. He comes inside her, even though of course she doesn't want him to, and she says so, and is like all sad after when she's like, "I'm gonna get pregnant. This is bad." He's like, "Fuck you!" Literally, I'm gonna put it in your butt now. Um, and there's a guy. There are two guys in the bathroom, and she's being really loud. And one of the guys is just like, "Huh, sex?" And at this the, point, the whole bathroom should just smell like lady cum and sex fumes. Like, yeah, pretty cause much. Because she, she's been like, she's been multi-stimulated with these vibrators and everything, and she like clearly has. She either pees herself or she has like a huge squirting orgasm, which gets all over her tights and the toilet seat and everything. And it's like it's gonna have some aroma at this point. So, if yeah, I'm noticing her squealing with butt pleasure um i don't know what else to tell you (laughs) yeah 
So, uh, he, he, he fucks her in the butt. Away. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So he, he fucks her in the butt. Yeah. And then it's over. And she's just like, and then it was over. And all I have left are the memories of him. And I was like, oh, she got away? And it's just, yeah, no. Yeah, I was like, did he finally no. just nail her and was like, I'm done and was gone? Nope. No. Nope. No, unfortunately. She's permanently in this loop of just getting molested and raped by this dude. Yeah. And she's just like, he's a very bad man. And I'm like, no shit, honey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For a second, I was like, is it over? And then it's like, nope. And then I'm like, this just goes to kind of bolster the uh, the sex ghost, the theory in my head. Yeah. Weird, weirdly enough. I, I like that theory a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's like, or maybe it's the thing inside of her own head, but that's also bothersome because it means that she's got some kind of problem that's like perpetuating the idea that she's being used and molested and raped all the time. And oh my God, that, that what kind of mental hell must that be? <sighs> yeah, Jesus. Too much thinking. All right. So, uh, what do you give it? So, this very much verged on a porno for me. I'll give it, like, one point over the line into mild direction. Yeah, you know, I have to agree with you because there were definitely parts of it that I found hot, especially Rena and Mystery Girl. Yes. But, uh, everything else... I think the first episode with Tomoe because... If yeah. You, if you can repackage it slightly as, like, a DS type of thing, because the dude's not terribly bad and there's I think I'm trying to remember did he make much uh, fun noise but he definitely was like no su- no he didn't make much fun noise but he was like super into stuff and I'm like that's kind of hot that's cool um, yeah but he's he's a, a, a ferret dick so I don't know man <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um, I'll definitely I'll give it a mild direction then because there's, yeah. there's some elements that are pretty good could have been a, a yada or upwards if it had repackaged a little bit but it was just so sad rapey <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with a mild direction as well, just because, and that's like a very low mild direction, just yeah, because of low. like, Rena and Mystery Girl, otherwise it would be a poor no for me. Yeah. So there you go. That's the rating. But now so, it's time for bonus round. Bonus round. <laughs> All right. The bonus round. Bonus yes. Bonus <laughs> All right, so, yeah, I'm going to take the first one. Go for it. And uh, we're going to do the train. I apologize for sounds of my tablet in the background as I uh, look for, uh, bring up my samples, so. Uh, That's all right, I have the sounds of the city in the background that I'm sure people will be like, I can hear things, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Please I see him every day. He gets on uh, on at the stop after mine, and he always sits across from me. I wasn't sure at first, but then one day I sat in a different part of the train, and he found me. He smiled and took his seat across from me. And all this time, he has never said a word. He, The most he ever communicated was a grunt or, or sometimes a smile. Usually we exchange nods. He is a distinguished-looking man in his mid-forties and very handsome. He usually wears a suit and tie and sometimes a Brooks Brothers raincoat. He sits across from me and reads his newspaper, but I see him every few seconds peeking over his paper at me. It doesn't bother me that he looks. It's flattering in a way. He's married, I know. He wears this really expensive-looking diamond wedding ring and a fancy Rolex watch. 
I didn't know men had stones on their rings. Wait, did it mention a stone? Yeah, expensive looking diamond wedding ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's unusual. I mean, you can have that, but uh, yeah, they're usually not terribly ornate or noticeable. Yeah. No, well. I I speculate. (laughs) Yeah, I guess he is. He's got a Rolex, so. Mm -hmm. I speculate what he does and where he lives, but I really don't know for sure. He gets on the train at one of those trendy little villages, and I saw him getting out of his black Mercedes sedan one day. He must be in great shape because he had to run from the parking lot to catch the train. And when he sat across from me, he wasn't even breathing hard. It's weird, but I kind of looked forward to seeing him each day. I even caught myself dressing for him. I realized that I I was selecting an outfit hoping that he would appreciate me in it. I even started wearing high heels and carrying... Carrying my sketchers in my handbag. I'm not looking for an affair. I love my husband and would never cheat on him, but sometimes on the train I imagine that he comes and sits by me. He puts his hand on my leg and he smiles and I smile back. The car is empty and he reaches up under my skirt and touches the inside of my thigh. I must touch you, he says, but I'll stop if you say so. I am silent. His voice is so melodic and I am hypnotized by it. He reaches into my blouse and his other hand, with his other hand, and he cups my right breast. I can feel the heat in his hands, and I know that I am very wet between my legs. He moves his hand higher on, on my thigh, and I am embarrassed that he will feel my wetness. I pull back from him, and he pulls towards, and, pu- and pulls me towards him, covers my mouth with his. He is sucking the breath right out of me, and his hand beneath my skirt is pulling at my sopping wet panties. He is working them down my legs, and I feel naked and vulnerable. His fingers find my wetness, and he pushes first one, then two, into my welcoming vagina. I am lost in his arms, and I can think of nothing else but having his cock inside me. I unzip his pants and pull out his penis. It's thick and hard and stands at attention for me. I swing around on him and guide his beautiful cock to my opening. Beautiful? Okay. (laughs) His penis is hot and I'm on fire. I set the head of his cock between the lips of my labia and take a deep breath. I force my body down on on his shaft and feel the fullness of him enter me and fill me. I mean, it's not bad. Yeah, no, it's not bad at all. Um... (laughs) Welcoming vagina. I just imagine the vagina being like, Yerashimase! <laughs> <laughs> like a sushi shop. <laughs> Which is oh not a great God. thing to be associating vaginas with, given the bad press that vaginas can have. So, <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. Alright, so my first selection is Touched Up on a Train by Marcus Darkney. <laughs> Very nice. Indeed. Touched up on a train. Poppy glanced in the mirror and flicked her long blonde mane into place. It was half seven in the morning, and Piccadilly was throbbing with life on the street below. So British, I'm thinking here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The stunning 21-year-old put the finishing touches to her makeup, grabbed her Versace handbag, and hustled to the front door. She passed her bedroom on the way, glanced in at the ruffled ruffled duvet and her favorite rabbit on the bedside cabinet. Is it alive? (laughs) (laughs) Closing the door on the car... Closing the door on the carnage? 
That just makes that rabbit sound like it's been butchered to shit. <laughs> I, sef- I sacrifice small animals to Baal when I fuck anyone in my room. <laughs> and we use the blood for lubricant. You know how it is. Don't use blood for lubricant, please, Lord. Oh, yeah, don't please. Too sticky. Uh, she smiled ruefully at her enforced female bachelor lifestyle and headed for the crowds outside. The trainee architect was an oddity and knew it. 99% of the people hustling past her worked in central London and by necessity lived near the end of the underground line. When she graduated from Cambridge the previous summer, her lovely, stinking rich father bought her a million-pound apartment right on Piccadilly Circus. The idea was that she could walk into a job just down the road. Then a friend of his offered her the job of her dreams in Edgware. So Poppy traveled for three-quarters of an hour each morning in the opposite direction to almost everyone else. Poppy stopped at her favorite coffee shop to get a large skinny latte. This was a daily routine and amounted to her breakfast, but it also had another purpose. Her first few stops on the tube were completely packed, and she was almost guaranteed to be groped. At least the cup gave her a way to keep people at bay out from her front, even if it ran the risk of spillage and ruining her designer blouse. A reasonable risk, to run in her opinion. The thought of being groped by a stranger then got Poppy's mind running as she walked into the station. She had finished with her long-term man shortly after graduation, and her sex life for several months now had been entirely solitary. A little sexual attention from the right sort of man might not be such a bad thing. She pushed that naughty thought out of her mind as she dug her oyster card out of her bag and swiped her way through the turnstile. Poppy had one quick stop on the Bakerloo line, which is a funny word, I don't know. Bakerloo! (laughs) Bakerloo line, and then changed to the northern. As expected, she had to punch her way into each train, and and oxygen was short. As that second train pulled away from Charing Cross, she gripped the pole and felt a familiar hand, hand, hard warmth against her lower back. She took a deep breath and sipped on her coffee. Poppy reckoned she had four stops until the carriage suddenly started to empty. She'd survive. The movement of the train had rubbed that hard muscle up and down her back, and Poppy's mind wandered again. She was quite short at five foot, five feet four, but even so, the man's groin was well up her back, which made him pretty massive. So or his dick is just that long. <laughs> it's Mr. Ferret face. <laughs> At that, and the thing, oh God, maybe it is that big. And the thing uncurling against the muscle of her back could be described Ooh. in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> like a party blower, just <laughs> Uh, She looked around at the people in front of her and saw a variety of young people. The carriage air conditioning was struggling, as was usual in the summer, and there were a lot of sweaty people around, including her. She caught the eye of a tall redhead in her early 20s with a camisole top sticking to her deep cleavage and exchanged a coy smile. Then the other woman's eyes dropped to her own sea cups, and Poppy wondered if her long nipples were visible through the thin, stretchy material of her top. They're just like pencils. (laughs) She suspected they were. They felt very hard. If it's warm in there... Yeah, you're not going to have <laughs> hard nipples if you're... Okay, okay. Not so much, anyway. Um, they felt very hard. And all, that th- and all the time, that hard, hard flesh pressed against her back, so she couldn't help but imagine what the man looked like. It's just like... <laughs> just fucking hideous. Just like, <laughs> Oi, governor, I got me a hard cock! <laughs> <laughs> Fancy a Rogerin. <laughs> Sorry. Then a hand, an innocent brush of her tight buns first before something a little more obvious. Poppy bit her lip. 
The truth was, she loved having her bottom played with, and this errant hand was now caressing and squeezing in a way that left absolutely no suggestion of an accidental contact. It was downright sexual assault, and he must know as well as she that she could have him arrested for it. She couldn't turn to look at him, even if she protested him. Even if she protested, it would probably get lost in the crush of people and noise of the tracks. She caught the eye of the redhead again, and the older woman licked her lips in a very suggestive way. Did she know? How could she? Poppy closed her eyes again, and her head filled with images of big, muscular men. And <laughs> Nice. Mm. Now I'm just imagining, uh, was it Armstrong from <laughs> Just that guy cloned over and over and over again. This is the life. dick passed down from generations. <laughs> or maybe it's just him and, um, uh, the, uh, the butcher from uh, the, the the husband guy from yeah you know who I'm talking about yeah yeah <laughs> it's just two of them go like having a flex fest and that's what she's thinking about and just blushing like oh yeah that's what mommy likes <laughs> <laughs> all right so my second title is taboo fertile Tokyo brat and it's written by a white person so <laughs> um. It all began a week ago. I had to join this new school far away and travel by train every day. The morning ride was a quiet affair. I had to leave after the usual office hour rush and the trains were hardly occupied, but the evening trip back was right along with the heavy office goers rush to get back home packed capacity. That was kind of a run-on. Yes. <laughs> it had always been my fantasy to be confined in space full of men and find myself squashed between them. It looked like those fantasies were going to come true at last, and I was a bit nervous then. It was my first ride on the train at peak of hour ever. I can't breathe, and this guy's wearing Axe deodorant. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> when I had stepped into the crowded train, I instantly felt the heat of every living body that pressed against me, and it was such a turn-on. I, It was such a turn-on. I pushed my way into the middle of... Into is supposed to be one word, correct? Yes. Yeah. Where the pressure was a bit less, but everyone was still bumping into one another. I felt heavy breathing on my neck, and suddenly, when I glanced back, I saw it was an old man. <laughs> White-haired and all, resting his chin on my shoulder. Every time the train wobbled on the tracks, I felt his body press against mine. Ew. <laughs> I stifled the gasp when I felt his hand slip under my short skirt and he squeezed my butt. He made a strange muffled sound and pushed his hand further under my butt. I was so stoked. I wanted this so bad. I widened my stance, pushing my butt against him. He responded by slipping a finger into my wet pussy, along with my bra. I almost always forgot to wear any panties. Whoops. The old bugger was good. His thick fingers explored every bit bit of me down there, especially massaging my clip between them like two chops, chopsticks on a steamed black bean. What? What? Did she say, <laughs> did she say black bean? Yes! That's not what it should look like. <laughs> <laughs> Every swaying motion on the train made the sensation between my legs amplify. I came hard all over his fingers and gasping and panting into the broad back of another man standing before me. I didn't, realize, I didn't realize my boobs 
with their nipples poking out, were crushed against the guy. He didn't seem to mind either, allowing me to use him as support as my knees trembled when I glanced back at the old guy was leaving swiftly. He didn't even give me a look. I guess he had his fun as much as I did. All right. All right, so my second is Taken on the Train, a rough public sex double team short. There's actually right. two separate little snippets here, so I'll read the sort of generic introduction-y one, and then I'll read the slightly juicier one. Okay. Okay. Kirsten was fresh out of college. She had graduated magna cum laude from a respectable university, which hadn't come as a big surprise to anyone who knew Kirsten. She had always been, a discipli- been disciplined with her schoolwork, focused on her future, and motivated for success. Post-graduation, she had quickly found a job working at a well-known accounting firm in the city, and while she was surely making plenty of money to live a comfortable, cushy lifestyle, Kirsten often felt that she was missing something. Hot dickings! (laughs) (laughs) It'd be great if that was in all caps, just in the middle. (laughs) She wasn't excited. Her routine left her feeling a bit empty. The truth was that she was a girl who could have whatever she wanted. She was beautiful and smart, thoughtful and good-hearted, with her long blonde hair always effortlessly accentuating her perfect figure. How does that work? How does your long blonde hair accentuate your figure? It it doesn't? Is it like bayonetta and it just like contours to your body? (laughs) Um... And her long, thick eyelashes framing the innocent gaze of her blue-green eyes, she had a tendency to drive men crazy without even trying. Kirsten all had always had a boyfriend, and even when it didn't work out, she was never too de- devastated because she knew there would always be someone else. First world problems. <laughs> Beautiful people problems. I'm so bored at being so gorgeous and fuckable. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I, I automatically want her to, like, get fathers on the train. Like, do it. Maybe this will add excitement to your life. <laughs> None of the men Kirsten had been with had ever really given her anything that felt passionate. Well, that's unfortunate. She perha- bleh, she thought perhaps this was where her life was lacking. In her panty. <laughs> In her panty. <laughs> she just really wanted a dick. Like, a big, throbbing, hard dick. It wasn't yeah. that she didn't like sex, either. It was just that the men in her past had never really been able to push her over the edge. She had read somewhere before that there were a large percentage of women who had never truly experienced an orgasm. Kirsten secretly wondered if she could be one of those women. Oh, honey, you'll know. <laughs> yeah, you you know when you've had an orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't, I suspect you know that you haven't? I don't know. Well, this makes me a little I... sad for her. I know she's gorgeous and everything, but, like, anorgasmic? Oh, bummer. It just so happened that Kirsten had been single now for five going on six months. She was desperately horny, but too unsure of herself to have any sort of booty call. She preferred sex with someone she knew she was going to be with, even if it was only for a little while. But she was also getting lonely, and so when a few women from the office invited her to a bar nearby after work, she accepted. Maybe there would, maybe there would a cute guy there, <laughs> and she was ready to flirt. It was casual Friday, so she had worn a more exciting outfit to work than her usual slacks and button-up. She had on a skirt that hit just above the knee, showing off her long, silky legs. Her heels, though they weren't too tall, made her legs look even longer, and she knew that the skirt was tight enough in all the right places. I hate that trope so much now. Ugh. Such and such in all the right places. It's, like, so boring now. It is. (laughs) Showing off the curve of her perfect ass. Her breasts were begging to be looked at, straining at the fabric of her baby blue blouse. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound terribly work-appropriate. 
don't know. Maybe maybe she converted it to like I took off my blazer and wore my sluttily tight top without the blazer. <laughs> um, not that you can't wear tight stuff to work, but like certain offices, one would be like, um, maybe dial it back a little. All right, so let me go on to the juicier bits. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Juicy, juicy bits. The uh, cover art for this, by the way, is like an urban, like like a, a cityscape at night over like a harbor, and then a blonde in the foreground with like an inch of dark roots, and it looks like she's wearing like a pink bikini uh, tie top and a black bikini bottom with uh, pink trim on the top. So basically, it just looks like somebody on spring break standing in front of a nighttime cityscape. <laughs> Not necessarily what I imagine with this ne- this uh, snippet. So, all right. So this is the next segment. Thank you, Kirsten managed to mumble, still in shock at what was happening between her and these men. She began to wonder what was going to happen, but she wasn't left to wonder for very long. Jeff was now sitting next to Kirsten, rubbing his hand on her bare shoulders and down her forearms. She was teasing, nervous, but excited. What are you... Kirsten was to ask him what he was doing, what they were all doing, but he interrupted her. Shh. Just go with it. (laughs) You don't have to say anything, Kirsten. We saw you looking at us on the phone. Jeff spoke up in your slutty little outfit, wanting to make our dicks hard. It was Ian's turn. Yeah. (laughs) It was Ian's turn to speak again. You wanted to make us hard, didn't you, Kirsten? She didn't know what to say. Her pussy was really aching now. She needed to be filled. The need was becoming overwhelming. Yes, she hastily admitted, secretly begging for more. Secretly? I guess. Secretly? I I mean, not really. She loved the way these men were making her feel. She couldn't deny the intense lust for their cocks that was running through her as they coaxed her, teasing her. Jeff stood and moved over to Kirsten and Ian. Both men groped at her body, rubbing her bare legs and arms, squeezing her breasts through her shirt and bra. So she's getting the hand gang bang now. (laughs) Yeah. She moaned, growing wetter and wetter with her touches. She likes it, Jeff said. Ian gave a little laugh and responded, Yes, she does. Let's see if she can follow instructions. He looked at Kirsten. Take your clothes off. Kirsten protested. Ian slapped her across the face. Jesus! That, that turned without any warning whatsoever. Kirsten's eyes bulged. Did she, he seriously just slap me? She thought about it and gasped. Even worse, is my pussy wet from it? Oh my god. Yeah, don't just slap people. Everybody don't just slap people, especially in the face. Like, that can fucking hurt. Yeah, that re- that's a shock to the system right there. That's not cool. Like, if you wouldn't just do it to a passerby, please don't do it to a person without being like, do you like a little slappy slap? <laughs> I've gotten smacked in the face before, and it's oh. not fun. Uh, I've gotten accidentally slapped in the face, and it's like, oh, fuck, the shit just happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's jarring. Oh, my goodness. And that ends our erotica segment for the night. Yes. All right. Well, so uh, before we us. go, uh, we have our uh, Twitter handles. Uh, I am RioWay247. And I uh, am Anonymous Blonde. Yeah. As always, and so, be naughty to be courteous and curious, but not too curious. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, until next time.
Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.